Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. Sorry, I was watching, Sorry, Andy's the cricket. watching the cricket, not nearly a run out. Yeah. Um, and uh, yes, this is the best bit of this afternoon's show. Um, we had a chat, didn't we? We did. Covered some ground as well. I always. managed to do the intro. You did. A lovely, lovely job you did as well. <laughs> Martin Kellner joined us with Week of Sport on TV. Yeah. Uh, Mike Ward had his pick of the non sporting telly and um, did a bit of Brighton for us, as he often does. And Dutch Holland, Joe Holland, formerly yeah. a presenter, king of overnights, a man that often pops up. In the uh, Christmas Eve uh, clips of all time, we even played one back to him. Some of his finest work. He's brought out a musical tribute to Roger Federer, and we played some of that as well. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. And uh, what a great performance by England's bowling attack yesterday. Wasn't a stunner, was it? Really? I mean, f- fair play. He took the rap, didn't he, Moe? And he yeah. came on and uh, got carted for twenty-one and said. He says, I look, but that was the turning point of the match. That gave him the confidence to go on and win with ease. But look, you know, he took Two it on. Two great players, though, Babber and yeah, Sam and very, very good. Say it that. was. I mean, it was a brilliant they, display of batting. Mm, they took him on. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I watched a bit of Wales-Belgium on... Uh, it was on Premier Sports, and it was free to air. So oh, good nice. Them. Word under them. Though they had no after-match coverage at all. There was no end. Just ended. Just ended, that was it. I yeah. was, I was waiting for because I, I only saw the second half, so I was waiting for the goals. But what did they do? They just, just, they just said uh, bye. Belgium two, <laughs> Wales one. Bye, bye. <laughs> because not quite. Like great, that, <laughs> something like that. Anyway, yeah. I thought Wales it would be nice if you just got the wind up from the two presenters. They said go. The game ends. Belgium two, Wales one. Well, I better get off. Actually. Um, <laughs> Been lovely to see you. Um, bye. This, this studio's a bit hot. Yeah, I think I'll get out. Just go for a pint. Anyone fancy you mean a you're pint? Not on the ground. Who knows? Tony, you fancy it? <laughs> yeah, I'll have one. You're old, yeah. I've got a confession to make about yesterday's birthday mm-hmm. spread. Oh yeah. I uh, I cheated on a name to make the joke work. I felt bad about it last night. Oh really? I well, I, it's uh, it was Arvo Part. And uh, you may remember that I alluded to the fact that he was a rugby player and he yeah. didn't want to play league. Oh, he was yeah. part of the union. Uh, actually, I, I ignored the umlaut over his head. It's pet. But it doesn't really work, does it? Pet of pet the union. Of, <laughs> pet of the union. I was, I was amazed. Well, look, <clears throat> Jeff Peters must be really frightened of me because he had the he had it in front of him and he didn't. Don't say be saying that because Charlie <laughs> will want to stewards now and, and try and claim the result. Well done to Charlie. We should. Uh, if oh, yeah. we talked yesterday about the fact that he's been on House of Games this week. Yes. And uh, under the pressure, as we're going to discover in the clips of the week, even people who know their stuff just find themselves under pressure in a quiz and panic. Oh yeah. But absolutely. Charlie had a win last night. Mm. Um, I was out last night, so I'm yet to see it. Oh, I haven't seen it. But, I, might, um, I might have a look uh, at it. Sorry, yeah. spoiler alert. But he is one, in case you're recording <laughs> House of Gum. I mean, come on, it's not, you know. No, you're not. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, it's on every night, for goodness sake. So, yeah, and he's got the suitcase. 
So next time, oh, Charlie's yes, off doing on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Charlie will be coming in with his um, Richard Osman suitcase. Tremendous suitcase, yeah, very yeah, absolutely. Nice. And uh, it was an interesting moment in that game last night. And I wonder if this they'll look at these rules, um, laws rather. Uh, Gareth Wales, uh, sorry, Belgium had a penalty. This oh yeah, allowed, you may have seen it, and uh, and the ref didn't get it right, and Bale. Would, was protesting like mad, but it was obvious he had a great view of it, Bale, and he could see it wasn't a penalty. So he gets a yellow card. Uh, the VAR tells the ref to go over and have a look at it. He overrules it, but he doesn't take back the yellow card. No. You think? But they won't look at it because there is still an offence, isn't there? It doesn't matter whether the goal... Yeah. If you take your shirt off, it's still a yellow card offence. I know, offense. I know. It's, and it's, it's you, wrong, though, because he, he was right. Complain to the ref. He was protesting, but he was right. Yeah, but that, that's oh, not the offence, is mm. it? The offence is, you know, it's not an offence. You know, you don't get back for being he smug. Much of a ref, though. He didn't know what to do after the. Oh. the no, the, 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 the it had to be a resulting corner, and he, he just went with a drop ball, and everybody's looking at what's that for? All the players knew it was a corner. They all lined up for a corner. I think the standard of refereeing generally, when I watch European games, is woeful. I mean, it's mm. a real. Uh, uh, the guy that we had the other week uh, in the Marseille game. He was terrible. He was one of those showbiz refs. You know what I mean? The one who's very, very <laughs> glittery. No, but, no, he's just one of those that does lots of pointing oh, and sort yeah, of runs yeah, up yeah. quite aggressively and gets yes, between yes, players yes. who are never going to yeah, kick off. He's one of those all about me refs. I know. And I thought, I mean, I thought he was, a, even though he sent one of theirs off for a red card, <laughs> I thought he was terrible. I mean, he was just, he was one of those that bought every time a Marseille player went down, night. he bought the foul every time. He didn't even have to touch them. So, uh, anyway, so big up to our referees, Can I guess. On that can, basis, can I say congratulations to the potato? Well, you can. I mean, Britain's favourite veg. I think you'll struggle to find a <laughs> card in Clinton's a lot to that effect, really. Britain's favourite veg, uh, followed by tomatoes. And as Barry Davis once said, "Who cares who's third? Yeah, what was, was I do? What was carrots? Third? Carrots. Okay, it's great to great to hear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tremendous news and uh, good announcement in the Times uh, column yesterday. Engagement mm. column. Oh yeah, uh, between. Uh, Miss C. F. Stebbings oh, yeah. and Mr. R. D. A. Talks T. A. L. K. S. Oh, they have boys. They've got to be Talks Ted and Money, haven't they? Oh, they to, yeah, they have to be Ted. Oh yeah, Edward Talks. It'd be too tempting, wouldn't it? It's got to be done, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that would be. Um, we're going to have a chat hopefully later on. We're still working on it, trying to get through to the player. The club are trying to help us out, which is good of them. But this is the former Celtic uh, trainee now at Clyde, uh, Joshua Bradley Hurst. Mm. Um, he left the trip. Posh, he? he left. I don't think he is. No. He left. Well, he might be. I mean, it doesn't make him a bad person either way. <laughs> no, no. But he left Sri Lanka. About the budget, then. <laughs> he left Sri Lanka as a kid. <laughs> Quite possibly. Yeah. He left Sri Lanka as a kid um, and uh, moved to Scotland. But he's been called up. He's in a training camp in Sri Lanka, and he would be Clyde's first inter- uh, international for uh, for uh, how many years? Was it mm. 1967? Something like that was the last time they had a, an international player. It was a great story, really. Yeah, 1967. And it was the club legend Harry Hood. But oh, we just wondered. That's a club legend. Yeah, yeah, you are. Um, you've told me once you're eligible to play for Portugal, aren't you? Oh yeah, so I am. Is yeah. it? I mean, could you get a late call up? <laughs> Portuguese cricket. Does seem, un- seem unlikely. I could play now. in that European cricket league. You could, yeah. Oh god, you it's so funny. I love yeah. it. The cricket's so bad. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was like, great to see you. Comedy gift. Is there a country you could represent, talk sport listener? I mean, state your claim today. Do let us know. And in what sport would you favour? 
basically issue a come and get me plea to a, a sporting nation. Tell us the nation you could play for and why. Um, and it, uh, the more tenuous the better. Don't say you know I'm French and I could play for France. I mean there has to be a sort of tenuous link. <laughs> a bit like bit old Joshua Bradley Hurst who yeah, yeah. who probably was shocked and stunned to get a call up from Sri Lanka. So anyway, we well, hopefully we'll find out more about his story later on. But do tell us who you're eligible for. You could play for Wales. I could, yeah, I could turn out. I mean, I wouldn't get a game at the moment. I mean, that'd no. be a massively long injury list, <laughs> I would imagine, for me to get on the bench. But anyway, the talksport.com forward slash HNJ, text to 81089, tweet to TSHNJ. Uh, yes, that's right, yeah, um, Rich Richard's been in touch. Premier Sports, just before going off air, should say, Jaffa kick, anyone? That's <laughs> good. Talk sport knowledge there. Classic Alan Brazil clip, of course. <laughs> Talking of which, we're going to be chatting uh, in the second hour of the show to a former talk sport presenter, Joe Holland. He's become sort of infamous, really, for a couple of clips that we play every Christmas, which mm. we will be playing you, uh, his piece of resistance, a little bit later on. But Joe Dutch Holland joins us because he has written a song in honour of the retiring Roger Federer. That's great. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Joe Dutch Holland will be joining us, mm. uh, one time talk sport uh, presenter and producer. And uh, he's got a single out. Well, I, I mean, he's, made, he's written a song. I don't know if it's actually been released, but it's, it's out there. Yeah, it's in the he's ether. been performing as a singer for some time. Now. Yeah, he yeah. has. Um, and it's a tribute to Roger Federer. So, uh, unless it's his last game tonight, we'll be playing that. Uh, to you and hearing from Joe and playing one of his classic clips. He was our first ever a point of contact when we started at TalkSport. Well, he, do you know what it was? When we did a, we did a kind we did of... a trial. He, an he, internet was, he station. supervised it. Yeah, that, he, well, no, no, he was, no, he wasn't. He was just... Was he, do, oh, was he, he on just, ahead of us? He was doing a feature ahead oh, yeah. of us. But he did produce us, didn't he, on a Sunday? I remember that. He did, yeah. He tried to... A sponsor had asked to set up a feature where... Andy and I had to have an argument. We had to disagree. Oh, yeah. Vest technology. We had to, to dis. No, it wasn't that. No, we had to disagree about a sort of sporting feature. Oh, really? And we said, you've chosen the very worst two people to do this. Yeah. And so we kind of refused to play ball. You'd yeah. make a point. And instead of I came back and said, do I thoroughly agree with that? <laughs> we try and pre-record. Oh, I think they got someone else to do it in the end. It was a complete waste of time. Uh, you've been telling us, um, we were telling you earlier about the Clyde goalkeeper who's uh, eligible to play for Sri Lanka, left the country at six and has lived in Scotland ever since, but has now been called up to uh, training camp, uh, former Celtic trainee Joshua Bradley Hurst. And uh, we wondered who you're eligible to play for. That's some good ones uh, from you. My wife Donna was born in Singapore. My father-in-law was stationed in the Navy out there, so through marriage, could I represent Singapore as a goalkeeper? I've only played two games in a year, so I'm yeah, match fit. <laughs> Greg Rosetsky did it, says Steve Crush. Yeah, Steve, why not? Mm. I don't see why not. Technically, I qualify for St Helena in the uh, Atlantic Ocean through having a grandparent born there. We recently lost to Guernsey 9-0. I'm 36, but reckon I wouldn't make them any worse. I'm genuinely thinking of giving them a call. J John, do it. Definitely do it. I mean, could, we're looking for weird and wonderful places where you think you could be turning out. And what sport uh, would you like to take part in? And he thinks he could play cricket for Portugal. I could. Because uh, you could get a Portuguese passport if you put yourself through it. I absolutely it, could, but it's, it's quite a lot of work. It, it certainly is. But From I did, when I was in Bristol which is where my grandmother's family hailed from, uh, I started to do a bit of digging, and I did find that... Originally, I thought that it was Spain, but it was Portugal. It turned out to be Portugal. There were records going back to the last century of, of the family. Yeah, oh, it was quite right. interesting. What about that? And from what I'm told, says Matt in Chester, I too could represent Portugal, or at least my parents went to Portugal on holiday without <laughs> me. <laughs> 
and came home with me nine months later. So I'm told, reckoned uh, well, I've got an enough. Olympic curling squad, he says. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Matt. Good that. to hear from Steve Crust. He was always brilliant <coughs> when we were at Cheltenham with his special questions. Yeah, he would ask uh, Rupert. For Rupert about If you horses. talk to the horse, does he understand what you're <laughs> saying? Really? Always have, but they were always good. Yeah, crackpot questions. Yeah. Do you see that uh, Eric Dyer's got a new girlfriend? She's lovely, yeah. And uh, she used to date Alexi Sanchez. Alexis Obviously, Sanchez, she yeah. doesn't have a type. I can't believe two people more different. <laughs> they are quite, yes, true. They're quite I mean, normally different. Normally, you sort of, like, you often see this that a bloke will leave, you know, uh, one woman or leave his wife or, or, or vice versa. Yeah. And they'll take up with somebody mm. who'll be exactly the same looking as, yeah. as their previous one because they've got a type. But Alex is quite short, quite dark. Yeah. Eric, and, quite, uh, tall. Eric quite tall, quite yeah. blonde. That's yeah, it. that's true. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Good luck to him. I'm I'm not mad about. Oh, you are. I am. Mad. Who told I'm, you that? Because you no, certainly are. I've never been a massive fan of Holly Willoughby. Or, or oh, Fred okay. We're weighing on on that one. No, are we? well, I, I find, the, I find the piling on them is really unpleasant. I mean, fifty thousand people have signed a petition to get them to lose their jobs. You think about that. Mm. That's quite. You know, that is quite a thing to be sacked over something that you know probably wasn't the right thing to do almost certainly wasn't but you know is it, is it a sacking offence I don't know I'm, I'm fascinated on TikTok there are all these people who set oh, yeah. themselves up as kind of moralizers about and absolutely steaming into them right. and you think who who are you it's a funny thing TikTok it's weird really yeah. but you do take to it Andy I don't I mean oh, you're I much more down with the kids than me I can't stop watching it drives me mad I have to actually discipline myself and say well that's enough of this for no. now like a 15-year-old girl, well, aren't you? What's funny? I am a 15-year-old girl, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're sitting there for hours on TikTok, man. What are you doing that for? Brooklyn, what, what, Brooklyn what do you like? Beckham. What do you like on it? Can I... Can I, can I what do I like? I like... I can love... I put a block on his phone? I'll ask the kids next door. <laughs> if I can get hold of his phone today, they don't know, do they? They're, like, they're in their 20s. They're old men. I love the pasta queen. She's this Italian woman, and she makes <clears> brilliant <throat> pasta recipes, but yeah. in a minute. It's all very sharply edited it's right. brilliant I mean she's my favourite no it's not the true cooking time because it'd be a bit be a bit hard <laughs> it'd be very it? outdated yeah, it, would, yeah. it would be a bit so, it would yeah. be slightly yeah uh, I like I like her a lot okay uh, and people who moralise about uh, yeah. this morning present yeah, exactly. the other thing okay fair enough yeah. well it's maybe yeah. I should take to it I could become well, as ob- interesting. I could become as obsessed as you are do you actually create your own content, Andy? I have created some content. Yeah. Okay, what is it? You're like? on it. Me, you I'm and, on it. Yeah, me, you, and uh, Alan Fletcher singing. I, I, I doctored one of our oh, okay. photos, and yeah, I've showed you that. Really? I, I didn't. I'm singing "Who Let the Dogs Out." It's a marvelous, marvelous okay, tribute. Well, to well, our and has that got much traction? Will you be <laughs> retiring on the proceeds? Well, I can tell you how many people have watched it. If you like, if you want to hang on? <laughs> obsessed, absolutely obsessed with it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're playing it to us now. 1,040, right? so I'd say hardly gone viral yeah. at this stage. I saw on House of Games at Charlie's on this week that there's somebody who's got 150 million followers, so you've got some work to do. <laughs> you've got some work to do. What an influencer I'd be if I yeah. had that. Early kickoffs. We haven't got, uh, this, uh, Mansfield have gone for it. They've become the first club to say, yeah, we've got to save money and save our floodlights. So we'd like to kick off at one o'clock. Yeah, you, um, you make an interesting point about travelling, but I well, think, I yeah. think it's, you, people get home earlier, so, you know. Yeah, but that's not the point, is it? I mean, it's the time. You, I mean, if you're uh, playing Walsall, for example, that day, and I'm sure yeah. Walsall, they're in the same league, and to save money, and it's more important they do that, 
Um, the, far, Mansfield to Walsall. Well, about an hour and a half, I reckon, right. and maybe something like that. Okay. But you know, normally you'd have your pattern. If you're a Walsall fan, Barrow was a better yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's that is a bit of a nightmare. If you've got to be there for a one o'clock kickoff, and maybe as time goes on, they'll get even earlier some mm. of the kickoffs. They were even talking about sort of ten thirty kickoffs, which is a bit tight on fans. But if you're a Walsall fan, you've got you know, you've, oh okay, you've planned it. You got Mansfield coming up, so you know when you're going to set off. You're going to get there, have a bit of lunch, maybe go and have a pint. Wander down to the ground, mm. but then you know it kind of throws your day out. I mean, I know there's more important mm. things, but you know, away fans that travel a lot, they've got it all mapped out. So uh, it's going to be a bit of a culture well, shock. Recommendations for restaurants in Mansfield? <laughs> You're being snotty, that. Andy. You're being a no, bit snotty. Not at all. You know me. Would you like some from the listeners? I wouldn't. Okay, <laughs> but no need. And, put him to shame. Yeah, Let's find to. a few Michelin stars in Mansfield and shut Andy Jacobs up. <laughs> and who knows? You go to TikTok and apologise. I was reading about the. He may be cancelled. There could be a petition from the people of Mansfield to have you sacked. Oh, um, Fifty thousand. Yeah, sure. don't, that, I don't think they're that bothered. I don't think they're any will be that So, bothered. still to come. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd be quite happy if 50,000 people wanted me to get the sack. It would at least mean really? some sort of notoriety. Oh, OK. <laughs> okay it wouldn't take 50,000 to get you the sack. It's in, no, it's, it's, it's... 50 of you write to the boss, I'm sure I'll be gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've been writing for years. <laughs> I must have written over 50 letters. Uh, yes, Joe Dutch Holland, mm. former talk sport presenter. If you want to hear... Uh, Roger Federer, immortalised in song, stick around, and a classic old clip we play every Christmas, which involves the Empire State Building, uh, vegetables, and um, Victoria Beckham. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll ask Joe what was going through his mind when he said the stuff that he did. On it was overnight, you know, it's very late and it can yeah, mess with your head sometimes. Really, yeah. as, as, we, as Martin Kellner proves every week. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. He's an icon like McEnroe and Connors. He should get a knighthood in the New Year's honours. His name will live on, just like Fred Perry. He's legendary. He transcends the sport like Venus and Serena. On and off the court, a cleanness of demeanour. Roger Federer. Yeah, tribute to Roger Federer, who bows yeah. out from competitive tennis tonight uh, in uh, London. Got a bit of a Jarvis Cocker feel to it. Yes. <laughs> uh, but the man behind it is an old TalkSport presenter from back in the day, uh, Joe Dutch Holland. As we used One-time to king of overnights, a producer here occasionally for us on, on other shows and presenter. Uh, good afternoon, Joe. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, Andy. King of overnights, Jarvis Cocker, you have made my day. <laughs> <laughs> so what, you're a big tennis fan, I take it, Joe. That's why you wanted to immortalise uh, Roger in song, yes? Big tennis fan. I genuinely feel love bordering on adoration for Roger Federer. Um, there's nobody on the planet, I don't think, were, were I to meet them in real life, that I would helplessly prostrate myself in front of them, <laughs> bow down to them and, and kiss their feet. Maybe Abba, but other than that, it's just Roger. And apart from us, which you used oh, to yeah, do. Oh, yeah, of course, which you expected to do when producing <laughs> many of the shows here at Talk Sport. That's right. Yeah. I forgot you two. Yeah. Sorry, I'll get <laughs> to the did, list. Yeah. So, Joe, what have you been up to since we last saw you? Because I, I knew you, I was aware that you had a music career going, but tell us what you've been doing. Music career, I think that's putting it a little strongly. Um, oh, okay. One one follower on Twitter as of a week ago, uh, somewhere in Mexico, my first ever YouTube comment as a result of this song a couple of days ago. Um, so career, perhaps not. Um, amateur, 
maybe that would be a more accurate description. I've been here and there, a bit of this, bit of that, hopping between America and Britain. But um, I have to say, it's good to be back on the radio. Yes, absolutely. So, were you were you working in radio in the states? Is that is that what you you did over there, or did you do something completely different? Completely different. Now for something completely different. I yeah. uh, did a little bit of amateur radio at a at a local radio station, but I'm having a bit of a strange time here because I'm getting myself put back in my ears. This is a reminder of my old talk sport days mm. when uh, talk sport was run by slightly less professional people. Oh. I can't. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually hearing every word I say about five <laughs> seconds later right now. So um, bringing back some old memories. Oh wow, way we you you get you you've retained a certain notoriety with the Talksport listeners over the years because as you may remember, every Christmas we invite a, a small group of listeners in, and we play sort of classic clips from uh, from the generations. And we're not going to talk about vest technology. We're not going to talk no, about no, vest no, technology. No. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So we are we'll going to take you, you back one. to one night on overnights, Joe. I mean, I just this will take you back, uh, and you can tell us what was what was going on here. It's a, it's an opportunity. It's almost like the director's cut on a DVD. You can tell <laughs> us after you've heard it back. Um, what, what do you make of it uh, all these years on? It must be about 15, 16 years oh, old. Easily, but anyway, yeah. this was Joe uh, talking about uh, Victoria Beckham. That's how it started anyway. The funny thing is just how much Victoria Beckham seems to be loathed. This is what I can't understand. Apparently at a recent performance she had fruit and vegetables thrown at her. Poor girl. And they can be lethal. I remember a little while ago there was a, a phase of... A hooligan throwing vegetables out of a speeding car and he caused no end of damage. I think he actually murdered someone with a turnip, didn't he? Was it a turnip or a carrot thrown at very, very high speeds? I was once told that if you drop a pea off the Empire State Building, that could cause death. Nasty business. It shouldn't be laughed at. It shouldn't be laughed at, some poor celebrity having fruit and vegetables thrown at them. 
I suppose Rotten Tomatoes... Well, you can just about excuse that. Eggs. Eggs may be. But the trouble is with eggs, what if they hit the celebrity on the temple, sharp end up, so to speak? Because I was once told that an experiment was done with an egg and it was dropped from a helicopter and it landed sharpest end down, sharpest end first, and it didn't crack. So presumably, there must be a tremendous force there. Who was telling you all this stuff, Joe? You, you said I was once told there was somebody whispering in your ear about uh, people being killed with turnips and eggs being thrown out of helicopters. Have we lost him? He's gone. <laughs> I think the turnip remark, I think he was you know, joking a little bit. But you have to have a good arm. You could uh, oh, yeah. turn out for the Red Sox, couldn't you, with an arm like that? <laughs> Death by vegetables. Yeah, it's quite yeah, a serious yeah. matter for any celebrity. Well, it is. But, I mean, it's, I mean it, <laughs> thankfully it hasn't happened. And the fact that he spent quite a lot of time in America, I hope he never tried to drop that tea, that pea, should I say, off the Empire State Building. That <laughs> yeah, wouldn't so, be uh, good. Well, maybe we've lost contact with him. I there. know. Oh, we've got him back. Got Joe, him back. Joe, did you catch I mean, did you catch any of that old clip from back in the day? I did. I was stunned into silence. <laughs> <laughs> we just wondered, you never dropped that pee off the Empire State Building while you were in the States, did you? Just in, I mean, I wouldn't want that to happen. I wouldn't want to put that experiment to the test. I didn't do that, but I have to see that what you just played as a kind of public service announcement for anybody who was thinking of attempting to murder somebody <laughs> with a, a turnip. And I think you, you just simply don't know how many deaths I have uh, avoided. You have. Oh, yeah. just, it, it, you're absolutely but right. It, it's amazing. The papers are full of stuff about Victoria Beckham today. Still, yeah. And it's funny that, you know, you were talking about it back then, and really it's the same... It's the, basically, it's the same news stories in every tabloid that we, that we were encountering. Who were well, here's a, here's mm. a story about yeah, Victoria well. Beckham. Did you know that her dad was notorious for calling in phone-in radio shows? Was he really? And yeah. in the very first couple of weeks I was on the air at Talk Sport, her dad called in. Oh, wow. But, of course, I had no idea about his notoriety on this front. And when the gentleman... I was talking about Victoria Beckham and, and not being very complimentary... He called in to defend her, and I said, well, why are you so interested? And he said, well, I'm her dad. <laughs> wow. And, you got nowhere to go replied, after that. Yeah, that's mm. tricky, really. I then replied, well, of course you are. And I took the mickey out of him for the next couple of minutes, <laughs> only to find out 24 hours later that it was actually her dad. Yeah. That's yeah. happened a few times. I mean, NASA's dad, NASA Hussein's dad, often used to call, yeah. him, wouldn't he, and, and defend NASA when he was getting some clog. Joe, wasn't it? His dad, I mean, he used to phone up, yeah, didn't he? I think, I think. So, yeah, yeah, he used to hear from him. Well, um, so where can people hear the song in fall, Joe, if we want to hear the, the Roger Federer song and play along, uh, play it along when he's playing his final game tonight? Where, where is it? It is on YouTube. The artist's name is Arco Field. That is my alter ego, Arco Field. So the title of the song is Roger Federer is Retiring. Yeah. And it's available on YouTube at the Arcofield website and at all good, what do you call them these days? Record stores? Yeah. Uh, online record stores. What's, uh, how are we spelling Arco? Arco. A-R-C-O and then Field. Marvellous. Okay, brilliant. Well, there. Joe, lovely to talk to you again. Thanks very much for joining us. It's been a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you. There we are. There's uh, Joe. Oh, excuse me. Bless you, Andy. Yeah. Joe Dutch Holland. <laughs> Tremendous. I think that'd be good on TikTok. Andy Jacobs impromptu <laughs> explosive sneezes. Although we, you have to be filming all the time. Yeah, yeah. By definition, wouldn't you really? So there's old Dutch. Wasn't it great to hear from him again? Yeah. And uh, there are a few. There's, there's a sort of Jersey Joe Holland. There's a Joe Holland. So he goes out as Arco Field. No wonder I couldn't find him. There okay. you go.
It sounds like a sort of minor league baseball ground, doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? That's really, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our old field. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Martin Kilner is here. Hi, Martin. Uh, Hello. Good afternoon to you, boys. Yes. So what have you been enjoying uh, on TV this week, Martin, in the world of sport? Not a lot, but I will say, say, you know, because we haven't got that much time, but I will say to uh, Andy, who was uh, looking for somewhere to dine in Mansfield, you know, with the uh, early kickoff, (laughs) that uh, there's a a massive Weatherspoons on the main street. It's the size of an aircraft hangar. Really? So, yeah, so there's just an idea. Um, (laughs) I'll just look up TripAdvisor Mansfield. Okay, yeah, yeah. Andy will find somewhere nice, I'm sure. He normally finds the best place to eat in Mansfield, yeah, (laughs) fantastic. Mm. So, Martin, yes. What I've been watching. Yeah, I saw a thing called The Book of Manning, which is on um, Disney+. Mm. Uh, And basically, it's it's an ESPN film, but they're showing it on Disney+. And it's about the legendary NFL quarterback, Archie Manning, Mm. uh, played for uh, New Orleans Saints, quarterback 71 to uh, 82. His sons both were quarterbacks as well well and it's it's John Goodman who's the most interesting thing about it is John Goodman is the narrator and um, he's got a brilliant voice and he's great at this sort of material um, because it's a sort of picture of Archie Manning growing up in uh, Drew Mississippi in 1950s mm which he describes as a slow-paced, one-stop town. You know, it's one of those towns where the main street runs through the car wash. It's that... <laughs> yeah, I'm here all night. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So, well, you are literally here all night. Yeah. Quite literally, yes, quite exactly. literally. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's an interesting enough story. His dad was very distant and uh, it was an old-fashioned... It's very much a story of, you know, America, love of God, apple pie, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Um, and uh, if you liked Little House on the Prairie, you'll probably enjoy this because it's the. I don't know whether you're familiar with Archie Manning, but a legendary name. Only through his lands, of course. Am, funny yeah. enough, Eli and Peyton. Yeah, we're going to be talking about yeah. Eli yeah. later on, funnily enough. Ah, in, right. in, in, with Todd Macklin. But yeah, I mean, that's how that, that would. It, they're the gateway to knowing yeah. about him. That's the only reason I knew he'd been a, he'd been a great player as well. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's very much a Disney Plus show, you know, because like, it is sort of small town American life. I'll tell you what isn't that Disney Plus right. is the um, the Wrexham thing. Welcome to Wrexham, which yeah. I've spoken about. Fantastic mm. show. Yeah, I've stayed I love with it. it. I've, I've, I'm with you, Martin. I've watched them all. Yeah, yeah. You weren't yeah. sure about this week. I wasn't so. sure about uh, the episode seven. Um, oh, about uh, Wales. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I didn't not like it. I just, it was slightly jarring in light of the fact that all the rest of it has been documentary but i suppose there is a whole market out there it's not aimed at football fans it's aimed at a much bigger broader market yeah. and there are some people out there who are thinking i don't know anything about wales now they do of course yes i mean i suppose for the americans yeah. you know it's a little picture of wales and it's uh, mildly amusing they sort of spoofed the abc wide world of sport which yeah. is going to mean more over there than it does over here mm. the reason it's not that um disney-ish is that phil parkinson you know, even oh, yeah. by managerial standards, it's epic swearing. Oh yeah, it's swearing on an epic scale. It's, <laughs> really? uh, they even do it. They do it. They oh. do it. They do a swear count, don't they? They have a little meter going for Phil when he's in full flow. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, 
Unbelievable. But they're doing well this season now. I mean, the the the, the one that was on episode eight, I think yeah. it was, or nine, I can't remember. They were beaten by Maidenhead mm. uh, 3-2, but they're uh, they're doing much better uh, this season. I would say they've got a decent chance of uh, getting yeah. up. It is a great series, isn't it? I've, re- I've been really oh, I, I love it. it. Yeah, I absolutely good. love it. And there's such, I mean, the, the characters, uh, Rob and Ryan, mm. and, you know, he spoofs the fact that Rob is more of a TV star yeah. than a movie star yeah. and... Uh, yeah, I love it. I love the relationship between the two guys, and I love what you said, Paul, a couple of weeks ago. That you know they're in it for real. Yeah. And uh, w- when you look at the uh, sponsorship they've got, Aviation Gin. I don't quite know what that is. TikTok, mm. Expedia. Um, you know, it's obviously going to be a money maker you know it's not uh, they talk about what it's costing and everything but yeah. that's clearly not going to be uh, that major an issue no I think you made quite yeah. a lot out of the aviation the, uh, <laughs> you may want to know the number one rated uh, restaurant on TripAdvisor is Smoke and Ice oh. in Mansfield Smoke and Ice Smoke and Ice nice. ah. sounds good well I worked in uh, Mansfield a little bit you okay. know just for a couple of weekends mm. and I never made it to Smoke and Ice <laughs> but it might not have been there was a quite good Indian restaurant I you yeah. know, got quite friendly with the proprietor there it was quite nice you are listening to talk um, sport um, yes. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. now um, yeah. something else that I watched uh, I watched the, and if you're a fan of uh, uh, of Turkish football and who isn't yeah. I watched uh, <laughs> Terim which is on um, on Netflix mm-hmm. and it's, it's about story, Fatty yeah. it's about Fatty Terim no, he's not seems, being rude that's his name that's his name, F A T I H, who's known as the Emperor. He's yeah. known as both the Emperor in Italy and also. Uh, but what a what a career! It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's sort of um, he's sort of flip flops between Galatasaray and the Turkish national team. Yeah, and uh, very high thought, very good coach. Brought. Uh, um, various players to uh, to Galatasaray in his first ninety six was his first um, time there, and also uh, popularised um, what I always think of as a bit of a tur. I know there's loads of Turkish barbers in the UK now, mm. um, and uh, my friend Justin Morehouse does the joke: "Who's cutting hair in Turkey? <laughs> they're, all, they're, they're all over here." Yeah. Um, but there was a, a time when the comb over was quite a popular style mm. uh, in. Turkey. Uh, not anymore. Um, you know, the, the current Terry has, uh, you know, quite a neatly trimmed style. But when he started in 96, you know, he held on to that comb over very much in the in the style of Ron Atkinson and Steve McLaren for a bit as well. And um, there was, a, you know, I just think that there was a, a phase where a manager with a comb over was quite a good... Um, it's quite a good motivational tool yeah. <laughs> in that it showed the players that you could, uh, you know, uh, hair loss wasn't something to uh, to worry about too oh, much. Oh, OK. Well, if, so, if you take that into yeah. the dressing room, if nothing else, that would... Yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, of course, he, he brought Hadji, you know, brilliant yeah. uh, Romanian legend to uh, uh, Galatasaray. So, as I say, if you're interested in, um, in Turkish football, well worth watching uh, this programme, Terim, which is on Netflix. And as I say... Most of their barbers are over here, so may want to... Well, may our, want our to... old friend Michael Volpe is in Turkey at the moment. Oh, yeah. he, he's at a barber's. He's at a barber's now? Yes, and he's having the nostril waxing. It looks oh, most painful. Nostril waxing, yeah, with all those great predictions he made. <laughs> yes. um, have you ever had the nostril waxing, Martin? <laughs> Not the never, na- never. You, don't the, you, don't the, you don't want the nostril singeing. 
You certainly don't want that, or that thing they do when they kind of set light to your hair. You don't want one of those up the nostrils, do you? No. I mean, thankfully, I've got no problem with the uh, with the nostril hair and the ear hair. Right. I mean, every, everything else is falling to bits. You know, right. in every other in every other respect, yes. uh, I'm very much part of the aging population. But thankfully, mm. um, the good Lord has uh, left me fairly uh, scant in the way of nostril oh, hair. Well, and, uh, well, look, if we yeah, take nothing away from the last ten minutes, we take that. <laughs> yeah, you're you're back overnight, aren't you? Martin. Yes, if everything holds up, I will yeah. be back overnight. <laughs> okay, free, and you can now you can you know he's nostril hair free when you're listening to him when you're trying to yes. get a mental picture of him. So Indeed. yeah, uh, cheers, Whereas Martin. I carry my own tweezers with me. All <laughs> yeah, the time. Andy, Andy, Andy's retaken with the mirrors in the toilets here at Talksport and brings his tweezers in as a right old go, which is a joy for all of us when we, when oh, we go to a blue. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks, Martin. No worries. Cheers, Martin Kellner, 1am to 6am overnight tonight and tomorrow. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Let's look at uh, the non-sporting telly if you can squeeze some in amongst all the boxing and football and rugby league and more with Mike Ward. Good afternoon, Mike. Afternoon, guys. Uh, Brighton Corner. We haven't spoken Mm. to you for a while. Um, How are you feeling about life as a Brighton fan? Have you got a new manager, though? It's exciting times in many ways. seems like a good bloke. Yeah, just a bit despondent. Oh, no, don't be really? like that. No, do you know what though? In all seriousness, I, I mean, yeah, I think I think he sounds promising. I'm not familiar with his work, if I'm honest. But mm. there you go. Um, it's just that you get to that. But I mean, when the whole thing happened, and obviously uh, the, the the Chelsea business, Graham Potter going, we'd just beaten uh, Leicester. Yeah. We had a fantastic result, one a, a great afternoon. Second former Premier League title holders that we'd beaten this season. Fourth in the league. This is the best we'd been. Yeah. Possibly ever, arguably the best position this club has ever been in its history. Everything looking fantastic, and it just reminds you that, at the, you know, just like that, it can all just be, you know, whipped away from you. And you oh, sort of you think, don't know that. You if you deserve, he might be tremendous. He might, he but, might I, I can be, yeah. But you can't, if he is, then then somebody could come along the next day and say, oh yeah, we'll have him because they've got a thousand times more money. So you just end up. It reminds you that. You'll only ever, you know. So I'm being a bit gloomy yeah. about this, but it does well, make you think. But you have, we to think of the, to... you have to think of the food chain, Mike. Think of those despondent Swansea fans the day I you know, came I am, I am aware of that. I am aware yeah. that we did, you know, ultimately, you know, we're guilty of this. I don't actually blame anyone. I don't blame Graham Potter. I don't blame Brighton. I don't blame Chelsea. Yeah. I just, it's it's the way it is. Market forces. It is market forces. Yeah. And, but I, it, it mm. makes you, it just reminds you. You know, I have to yeah, it's all very finely yeah, balanced. Finish forward. above Chelsea, don't worry. About it. <laughs> no, really, honestly. Well, let's move on to the more important yeah, stuff. Sorry, Never mind I'll, the football. I'll what about strictly yeah, come the big up. stuff? Yeah. Strictly come dancing launch show. Who's the favourite to win this? Fleur East is the favourite. Uh, uh, last time I looked, which was uh, yesterday, right. um, Helen Skelton second, Will Meller, and, and um, sadly, sadly, down at uh, not bottom but second to bottom yeah. is, is Tony Adams. Oh really? Oh, really? Yeah, Tony has. I, I don't know. I just imagine. <laughs> can you imagine? They'll definitely do one routine where he's got his arm in the air. Right? I think that just, joke. I mean, yeah, yeah they'll just to. Shout, and he'll shout somebody, something quite no, no, He's got his partner on the shoulder like Moore, and he just yeah. drops him to the. Not a lot of favouritism for anybody called Adams. Bro, no, Kay Adams, three Adams. Yeah. yeah, three Adams. It's it's Jade Adams, Adams, Tony Adams, Kay Adams, but none of them. Uh, Wednesday Adams might have done better, but she's not in it. So, oh, okay. Uh, well, fair yeah. enough. Um, Charlie so, Adams. Uh, so that's going to dominate. It's going to be on 24 hours a day. It's going to be like the Olympics, is it? So it's on 7 o'clock tonight, the launch show. Is that right? It is, yeah. It's on uh, nearly two hours tonight, two and a half hours tomorrow. And then half uh, an hour on Sunday. Mickey Adams. I always like the, the bit where Mickey Adams show. won't be in it. <laughs> the, this bit in the boss. show when they go, uh, and you'll be dancing with whoever yeah, it is, and they go, oh, that's just who I wanted. Yeah, yeah I love that. It's always... Uh, <laughs> 
nobody ever goes, go, oh, really? Oh, no. Can it we was just, just put the names back in the hat again? Anton, for all those years, who had to sit there and grin when he wanted to go down on his knees like Chuck Heston <laughs> <laughs> when, he, when he finds the head of the Statue of Liberty on that beach. Um, anyway, and we'll watch that. That's uh, that's a lot of strictly. Will you watch it all, though? No, really? we won't. I'll tell you, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be watching. She loves it. I'm going to be watching Mortimer and Whitehouse, Gone Fishing, oh, episode three. I, I, I just, oh, I, you I know, I know she's going banging on about it. It is the third episode, but it's just, it's just perfect, isn't it? It's just a lovely show. Yeah, it's uh, brilliant. It's, it's funny, but not forced or laboured. It's quite poignant, you know. And if you're of a certain age like me, you can identify with most of the conversation. Yeah. Do things about <laughs> elasticated waistband last trousers. week. The way it was framed. Yeah. Yeah. so beautiful. Yeah, yeah we, whenever fantastic. they're on, we always pat their team on the back because they, mm. they do make it look be- beautiful, don't they? Absolutely. It just, it just looks good. It, it sort of works on so many levels. So it yeah. looks great. You can, you can, you know, if you watch the episode three times, you can watch it again with the sound down because it's still, it's yeah. still great. They're in Scotland tonight and uh, tra- fishing for trout on the River Gary. Oh, nice. I didn't know it was a River Gary. Beautiful. Yeah, um, it, yes. no, Mick Lynch on Have I Got News for You, if, if, yes. if you fancy, the RMT. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That'll um, be lively. Also, um, Daisy May Cooper and a, a pal of hers have written and star in a uh, new um, drama, comedy thriller. Yeah, comedy thriller. Starting. Mm. This was held over from last week because a lot of stuff is obviously not considered, you know, comedy, etc., etc. wasn't considered appropriate in the schedules. But this starts tonight. Um, I've watched a little bit. I, I'm, I'm, I sort of struggled to get into it. I think it might be aimed <laughs> without wanting to pigeonhole people. I think it might be aimed more at a female audience than a male audience. I don't know, but. Um, she is a great writer and she's a great performer, so I think it might be one of those you maybe just need to sort of stick with a little bit to get into the spirit of it, get in the mood of it. Okay, a lot of Strictly on Saturday. Comments. First live show, you said, just the two and a half hours. It'll fly by. <laughs> yes. We're nearly out of time, Mike. We've got time just to mention Karen Perry, 8 o'clock ITV. Is it another two hours? Yeah, um, I actually no, I haven't watched the whole thing, so I don't no. know. I think it's a three parter, so I think it's probably, yeah, I think it probably is. It's basically based on a novel by Val McDermott. Oh. It's set, set in the mid 90s, but with a modern bit as well, because basically the, the, the murder took place in the 90s, but a modern mm. day podcast, true crime podcast, is sort of digging into this case, and she's put in charge, she plays the character put in charge of opening the case up and reinvestigating what, what, uh, what went on. Excellent. Uh, all the best, Mike. Thanks very much. Have a good weekend. Cheers, guys. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was uh, this afternoon's show. We'll reconvene and do it on Monday. Yeah. And look at the weekend's football and lots more besides. Have a fine weekend. Do hope you can join us from one on Monday. If not, the podcast will be available around four o'clock. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.